Hey guys, really quick before we dive in, we want to let you know that today is the last day that you can register for the Summer Slim Down Challenge that is kicking off on Monday. All the details are in the link in the show notes and we are going to talk today about some of the shifts that need to happen mentally, um, you know, for us to really build discipline, really build the grit that it takes to make it through to the other side of what we call no man's land. And the unfortunate news is that it requires us making some changes. And sometimes that is really, really hard. But these shifts that allow you freedom happen in the trenches. And so we're talking today about how to get down, do the dirty work, make it through to the other side of no man's land so that you can be free from feeling shame, lack of confidence, unhappy with yourself, and build a life that you can live confidently. You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators, and this is The Food Code. What is up? Happy Friday, guys. Gosh, I cannot believe that it's almost July 4th. Like, they were, t- we, I was with some family this past weekend, and they were like, we'll see you on the 4th. And I was like, you're not going to see me on the 4th because I'm not going to be here. But that's like in a week and a half. It's wild. We go to we go to Michigan every Fourth of July. It's wonderful. It's like my cousins, my aunt and uncle live on a nice big lake in Michigan, and so they have like a pontoon boat, they have a speedboat, and it's like a, your own little private beach That's awesome. for the kids. And Taylor's gonna love it. Carson loves it every year. Um, the guys, the only bad thing, I'm annoyed by this. So the guys golf every morning. And so you're basically by yourself with the kids. All the moms are there by themselves with the kids until like noon when the guys get home. And then they up. have lunch and then they all fucking fall asleep well, and take naps because they probably because they woke up early to go golfing. And you're like, oh, it's fine. I'll just keep taking care of the kids. <laughs> you need to come up with a hobby that requires you to be out of the house for six I know, hours. I know. <laughs> what hobby could that be? Well, I've started going to Starbucks. Luckily, my sister-in-law, Mary, loves Starbucks as much as I do. And so there's a grocery store like five minutes from their house that has a Starbucks. So I'm like, why don't we drive to Starbucks this morning, guys? I also love that even though you were feeling super nauseous this morning, you're like, we need coffee. Can we, can <laughs> we reroute guys. back to Starbucks? I'm going to give a PSA right now. So this morning I woke up with like a little bit of stuffy nose and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get ahead of it. I don't want to get sick. So I like do- dosed up a little bit on zinc and vitamin D and knack. Well, I know this, but in the morning at 5.15 a.m. I didn't think about it do not take zinc on an empty stomach. It can make you really sick. And so I also took like a slightly higher dose because I was just going to high dose it for like three days to hopefully kick whatever I was dealing with. So I took 60 milligrams of zinc. I, on the way over to Liz's, I was like, I think I have the flu. Like I'm going to throw up. And I got to Liz's and I throw up and I feel better now. Do not take zinc on an empty stomach. (laughs) She's like telling me this in the car and I'm like, you didn't eat toast. You didn't have like anything with it. What are you doing? And then we were turning on my street and she's like, actually, we need Starbucks. I need coffee. And I'm like, okay, you feel nauseous, but coffee still sounds good. So we are talking about how you got to do the hard shit sometimes, guys. Like that is when 
change actually happens. And I think that at the end of the day, it's very normal for you to shy away from things when they get hard and uncomfortable. Like it, it's a it's a common tendency in society and just as a human and just for survival purposes, inherently we don't want things to feel hard because hard can equal dangerous. But in reality, you know, skipping the pizza ain't dangerous. Pushing yourself in a workout probably ain't dangerous. Mm-hmm. But those things feel uncomfortable and we naturally go to, you know, this is hard. I probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. I would ask everybody to kind of evaluate when was the last time that you intentionally restricted yourself from something? Not for diet purposes, but literally just because you've fallen into a habit. Whether it's Friday night, you're opening a bottle of wine. Tuesday night, you're opening a bottle of wine, whatever that looks like, or you go to a party and it's all about the food. And so you just have to have this piece of cake. Like the reality is you can have wine anytime. You can have cake anytime. You don't have to have it at every single event that you go to. And so when was the last time that you went into a situation with trigger foods and said, I'm just not going to cave today. I'm going to show myself that I'm stronger than these temptations. And unfortunately for a lot of people, they can't remember the last time that they did that, or maybe they've never done that. But these are things that help you build mental grit. Mm -hmm. And when we want to make a mindset shift, this requires shifting our actions and showing ourselves that we can do hard things. Because every time that you commit to doing something and then you don't do it, you subconsciously tell yourself, these things aren't important. I'm not the type of person that does hard things. You skip your workouts. You cut down on your reps. You cheat the workout. Guys, I posted on my Instagram story. We had five rounds this morning of a workout. And like by round three, it's a lot of volume. I was like, man, I kind of want to quit this. This kind of sucks. It's fucking hot. I'm sweating. Like, you know, sweating a lot this morning. So, you know, but the end of the day, what happens? How am I going to feel if I would have quit in that workout? I'm not going to be proud. I'm going to be like, man, Liz, you're kind of a pussy. Like, I would have, I should have finished that workout. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I finished it. And then I felt like, Fuck yeah, I'm a badass. We're going to take on the day. I got this cute headband I ordered from Amazon. <laughs> changed up my style a little bit. I'm showing up for myself. I got my mascara on. That's my confidence cape. Like you got to show yourself that you can do hard things. And that requires pushing through some of the times that suck, right? And there's a great book. We've talked about it before, but it talks about like embrace the suck. And this is one thing that I think, you know, when you look at your routines and you look at your week over week, Taking time to step back and evaluate, like, where did things not go according to plan? Where did I cave? What temptations did I give into? Did I let somebody else control my actions because I gave them my power? They pissed me off. And so I decided I'm going to go to McDonald's and get myself an ice cream cone or a shamrock shake or whatever. Every time you do these things, and we're going to do another episode on this specifically, you give away your power and you show yourself that you are not strong, but you are strong and you have the capability to have this type of mental grit that we're talking about. But that grit is built in the trenches. It is by getting down and doing the dirty work consistently Mm -hmm. day in and day out. Yep. And like, you guys, it feels hard when you go to change a habit or a routine. They're fucking habits. Like you've built them probably over weeks, months, decades of your life. And now you want to change it. It's going to feel hard. It's going to feel uncomfortable. That's a. There's always the great quote, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Like 
we have to expect the hard. And when we feel the hard, we're always like, oh, I'll just push it off until tomorrow. Like you get to the end of the day and, you know, you didn't drink all of your water that you were going to try and drink. I'm going to just do it tomorrow. What if you sat there and finished the water? You might feel pretty uncomfortable and then you'd never forget to do it again because those things stick with you, okay? You want to get yourself to do something, go through a really uncomfortable time. Art was act- Art actually texted us or messaged us a quote that Joe Rogan had this morning. He's like, you know where the best change comes from? Humiliation. And I'm not saying to go humiliate yourself, but I know for me, I'm never going to take zinc on an empty stomach again. <laughs> Because I had a horrible experience. So if you get to the end of the day, you didn't have all your water and you have to sit there and drink a liter of water before bed and you're up 10 times that night because you have to pee because of that water, I bet you aren't going to forget to drink that water the next day because you went through that uncomfortable moment, you learned from it, and now it's very ingrained in your mind that you need to do that. We naturally don't like things that are hard. You often push it off until a date, right? Oh, I'll just do it after 4th of July. I'll do it after the summer. I'll do it when things calm down. Things never calm down. I'll, you know, I'll just try a little bit less hard because this feels hard right now. I noticed that, like Liz was saying, I noticed that a lot in my workouts. When something feels really hard, the tr- the thoughts that pop in, in your mind, just slow down a little bit. You know, who are you trying to prove? No one's watching you. I work out by myself in my garage. I could totally not try hard. No one would know. I would know. And that would be enough for me. And that's something that I've been very clear because I've had a lot of people reach out to me because I've been posting my workouts and stuff like that. And I have a lot of people that have been like, you look great. Like you, you look really strong. You, you know, I'm about 10 months postpartum. I feel amazing. And I'm not shy to tell them I have worked my ass off for how I look right now, how I feel right now, how strong I am. Like, but those thoughts don't stop happening. You know, who cares if you don't go so hard? Like, you don't want to get run down. You don't want to get injured. Just slow down a little bit. Take a little bit. You don't have to max out today, even though it says to. Like, just go for a heavy. Go for a heavy single. Whatever kind of feels a little hard. Like, wow, right? We Our mind is literally trying to talk us out of this. The weekends, say you're going to meal prep. Said you were going to go to grocery shopping. Then you get busy, though, right? You know, like things take longer than you thought they would. You're hanging out with family. You don't you just don't feel like it. You just don't don't feel like it. It's too nice to sit outside, you know, to not sit outside and then be inside and cook because you have to meal prep. It's overwhelming. You're not sure what to make. There's so many excuses in our mind that we can create to avoid the uncomfortable. But then you also avoid the change. And that is where we don't want to be. We we just skip these things when they get hard. We, we don't want to do it. And then we struggle during the week because we didn't make food during the weekend. Or we don't see any change from our workouts because we never actually push ourselves hard enough to develop change. And it just is this chronic cycle of avoiding the uncomfortable, avoiding the hard, never wanting to go there, and then never seeing what you want for yourself. Yeah. And it's like that quote, you know, choose your heart. It's going to be hard to make changes. It's also going to be really fucking hard when you're in front of a doctor and they're telling you that you now have type 2 diabetes. You now need to be on high cholesterol medication or blood pressure medication, right? Like all of these things are hard, but you have to pick and choose every single day. Is it harder to get out of bed in the morning and go for a walk or do your workout or stay in the place that you're in right now unhappy? Your clothes don't fit. You don't like what you see in the mirror. Your lab work doesn't look great. Your doctors aren't giving you great news. Like that's hard. So what we need to think about is 
What is necessary for you to get to the level that you are going to be happy? What actions do you need to start putting in place no matter how hard they are? So you can get to a place where you're comfortable and you're like, man, I'm a badass. We've talked about this before, like taking over that bitch voice, taking over those you know, excuses in your mind because you guys, our minds are experts at crafting stories on why like slipping or giving in or skipping your workouts is justified. Your mind is an expert in that because these are mental loops that are fighting for survival. They're loops that you have lived with for years, right? And so it's going to take some work. It's going to take some effort, but it's necessary. And in these moments that you push through, they literally change your life. Like Beck and I will sit here and tell you multiple, multiple stories of times that we wanted to quit, that we wanted to go out to eat and get the wine or get the beer or whatever it is, right? That we didn't though, because that doesn't align with our values and who we are as a person, how we show up for ourselves. We take over that bitch voice. And every time we do, and we show it who's boss, we show ourselves a different narrative. Like We set a different path and you can change your course at any moment in time. Every single moment that you are living, every single day that you wake up and you have another day to live this life, you have opportunities to commit to yourself. And if you commit to yourself and you follow through, this is where you skyrocket confidence. I posted about this on my Instagram the other day. It is the only way that you build confidence. Keeping commitments to yourself is the only way that you gain confidence. So stop bitching and complaining and looking at other people that have things or look a certain way or show up for themselves and seem to be the people that do it all because you can do it too. You're just not giving yourself the chance. You're not changing these mental loops and taking control. And so if you can do that, it's going to completely change your life, radically change your life. It will change who you are. Mm -hmm. When you get in the trenches, this is where you build that grit. And then two, three, four months from now, it's like your new norm and mm-hmm. nothing can stop you. you. You feel unstoppable. You feel like, yeah, life's throwing me another curveball today. Fuck, I got 10 of them. I know. Watch me work. Like it is just, I, I think for me, sports did this and, you know, CrossFit and starting from like you guys, I was a really competitive CrossFitter. Like when I got injured, I was top 100 in the world after the Open. I did not start there. I do not have the body type for CrossFit. I am very tall for a CrossFit female. I am, but I, I couldn't do a single pull up when I started CrossFit. I couldn't squat more than like 85 pounds. Then I got to a place where I was one of the best in the world because I worked my ass off for it. And there were a lot of dark moments, there were a lot of uncomfortable moments. But I started to get to a place where I was like, you know what? I'm shit because I worked for this and I can conquer anything. I can take on anything. And it was this confidence that I had never had before in my life. And then I developed it in different areas and it seeped over into all the areas of my life. I'm a completely different person because I chose to take on a hard thing and showed myself that I could do it. It didn't happen overnight. Basically every day that I worked towards that thing was hard. Every moment there was uncomfortableness. There was struggle. And it is necessary on a journey. You will never have a journey worth being on without those things. Those are the moments that forge you as a person, that make you into who you want to be. Everything that Liz and I have been through that have made us how we are has been hard, uncomfortable, honestly, straight miserable at moments. 
at certain moments, straight up miserable, but you know you're going to get through it because the first time you show you you can do something hard, you start to believe it more and more. And I actually pulled up because I saw this the other day. It's from Andy Frisella and it said, you never see anyone who's actually winning tell you how bad it sucks or tell you how you shouldn't pursue high levels of achievement. It's only people who aren't winning big that say that shit. That's like, this isn't worth it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it to go through the trenches. If you don't want their life, I'd use heavy discernment when listening to them about anything. Winning doesn't mean zero problems. In reality, it likely means you're really good at solving them because you get good at solving these guys. He said, regardless, yes, winning, it has its negatives, but its negatives are a thousand times better than the ones you have when you aren't winning. And it's just the truth. Like, you have to go through this the suffering in a workout, struggling to catch your breath. I'm there most days, most days. And yeah, I'm not going to run myself into like completed fatigue and like pass out. But you guys, you are so much more physically capable than you think. Your mind is what stops you most often in workouts, in pushing yourself. You are not going to probably pass out. You probably aren't. You can probably push harder. You can probably do another rep. Meal prepping at 8.30 p.m. on a Sunday night because it was the only option available. Waking up at 5.15 to fit in a workout before the kids get up. Like saying no to alcohol or pizza because you're trying to make better choices for yourself. All of these things are hard. All of them create struggle. All of them have an easier road that keep you where you're at. But when endured, when you fight through, all of them help you grow into a stronger more resilient and better version of yourself on the other side. And so we wanted to tell you today that the uncomfortableness, the frustration, the annoyed like situation that you're probably in, all of this is worth it. It is necessary. It is part of the process. If you experience discomfort, you're probably heading in the right direction. Yeah, pretty clear sign. Yeah, because what what do we what have we been saying after we you know podcast with Amy? She had a great quote, and it was success leaves clues. Guess what? Failure leaves clues too, right? Or mediocrity leaves clues. So right now, if you're not happy with where you're at, and you've not been consistent with instilling changes then you've proven to yourself that what you've currently been doing, right, the last six months, 10 years, however long it's been, isn't getting you to where you want to be. So that leaves clues, right? And this is where you have to change the course of action. And the beautiful thing about all of this, right? Like I look back and I think about where I was in 2011 when I was miserable. 200 pounds, eating, and drinking, just like an asshole. There's no other way to sugarcoat it, right? There was a lot of struggles. There was tears. There was times that I missed out on things and didn't go to social functions because I didn't trust myself. Like We get it. Beck and I have been there. We've been in these trenches. But the beautiful thing about all of these struggles is that inside of them is a lesson, right? And the more that you endure them, the more you realize that you can endure. You're stronger. You realize, man, I'm stronger than I think. Like I went to a couple parties uh, last weekend, alcohol all around, shit food all around, didn't touch any of it. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that hard? I left and I was like, man, I'm really fucking proud of myself. Like I didn't cave to those things that I used to cave to, right? And so Andy Frisella also talks about like in these social events that you're in, consider each and every one of them kind of like a test and show yourself that you can pass that test. And then what happens is you begin to kind of crave 
the challenge, right? Yep. After a while, like you're like, oh, that was easy. So now I want to put myself in a different situation where I might be triggered by other things and show myself that I'm not going to cave, that I'm not going to let other people and their comments dictate my choice and my actions, right? And what happens over time these things don't bother you anymore. You guys, Becca and I both, she's talked about, you know, her overeating and like getting food out of the garbage and shit like that before. I used to, oh my God, go out, have a nice dinner at Sullivan's, have a couple martinis. Art and I'd get home and be like, we got the drunk munchies. Let's order pizza. Let's order tacos. Mm -hmm. Like I've been in that place where you're just spiraling so far out of control that you don't even know if there's a way to stop the train. Okay. All, all I thought about was overeating. Mm -hmm. I would wait until I could have a night out to just binge and gorge myself with food. And that's not happiness, guys. Like that wasn't, I wasn't happy in those moments and I was so unhappy in my life that that was that moment I would look forward to because I could numb it. I could numb it all with the food and the alcohol for a moment. And then I would wake up even more miserable the next day than I was going into it. And this, I feel like this is how our society lives. We live for the weekends to avoid the life that we hate and we're never happy because we're always in this state of just trying to find happiness through external factors, through substances, through alcohol, through food, through drugs, through TV, through these things that take us out of our life. Medications too. Try to find happiness in your life. Build the happiness with your life. It's not just going to fall on your head. You have to build it. You have to develop it. Like I can promise you, I was miserable when I was looking forward to the days I could drink. Mm -hmm. You think that that's fun when you're in it. You think like, oh, I just got to let loose. I just want to enjoy. I just want to go out to eat and have from some drinks and get drunk. Like there was, I was at a graduation party the other day and I mean, they're, you know, college kids, so I get it. But like she was talking to one of the moms and she was like, are you going to get wasted with us tonight? And I was like, oh my God thank God I'm not in this situation anymore. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like the thought of getting wasted out of my mind is so unappealing because of how much I love my life. Mm -hmm. And I can now sit back and reflect on how miserable I was when I was trying to find those moments of happiness with food, with alcohol. And that's what we're trying to tell you guys. Like it's hard to gain and you need to gain momentum. And it's this no man's land between starting from ground zero and gaining some traction to where you're like, you start to feel a little better and then it's easier to make those choices. But that that no man's land in the middle where you don't yet see progress, things still feel really hard and you're like, is this worth it? It is. That's what we want to tell you today. Yeah. And the only thing that I would add here is it's really, really powerful to have support and accountability. Mm -hmm. Because when you tell somebody that you're going to do something, you're like 95% more likely to actually follow through and do it. There's a bunch of stats and you know, I actually want to do a podcast on the importance and the power of accountability soon. But when you have somebody in your corner that is not that person at the party saying like, oh, come on, Sarah, just have a drink with us. Why do you have to be so lame? Nobody's going to know, you know, whatever they're saying to you. You need somebody in your corner that's like, hey, no, Sarah, you're a badass. If you don't want to drink, make that decision for yourself. If you don't want to indulge in the pizza because you know that you're going to sit on the toilet and be in pain and have all of these digestive issues for the next two or three days, like that's not really worth 10 minutes of enjoying and tasting some pizza. 
I've been there. I've learned that lesson too many times. So take it from me. But you need to have support and you need to have accountability because again, another one of these famous quotes out there, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. If you're surrounding yourself with people who are constantly indulging in things that you are trying to get away from, habits that you are trying to change, whatever that is, you need to find a new circle. You need to find people who are behind you and supporting you and encouraging you and cheering you on. Because sometimes until you can make it through to the other side, you know, past this no man's land place, you need to be doing it for somebody else. We've talked about this before. Like you need to be invested in whoever you are working with or whoever is supporting you and coaching you through this. Think about people who go to like AA, right? They maintain a relationship with their sponsor mm -hmm. and their sponsor is somebody that they look up to, who is encouraging them, who's told them their story, who's been vulnerable, right? You build that relationship and you know that it's possible for you to get to this other side. But just like in AA or any other habit that you're trying to break, you have to go through the trenches of that time where you're constantly thinking about, I want to open that bottle of wine. Man, I want to have a slice of that pizza. God, I really want some ice cream, right? You are going to go through that for a period of time until it no longer has control on for you. That's what I was trying to get at before. It's like, I've now made it to a place where none of the shit phases me. Like you guys, when I worked at Target, I would stress eat cookies and I would go and get two coffees a day at Starbucks because I was so tired, so fatigued, needed sugar all the time to get me through. It was also a way of coping with negative emotions and stress. And I kept myself in this negative loop. And then I was mad and upset and frustrated that I wasn't seeing progress or making change. Every time they would go out for happy hour, I'd cave and say, yeah, that sounds way more fun than going to export and you know getting on the elliptical. No doubt about that, right? I didn't have support and accountability from people who were going to encourage me to make the changes. And until I did, I didn't change. And so if you're struggling right now, reach out and ask for help. Find somebody who is going to hold you accountable. We have clients that we text every day, sometimes every other day. We're on them, right? They ask us for that. Hey, I need you to check in with me. I need this you know, constant communication so that I follow through with my commitments. They'll send us pictures after they get up and do their workout or after work workout, whenever that happens. Because again, when you tell somebody that you're going to do something and then you follow through by telling them that you actually did it, you are way more likely to continue to follow through. And this is how you build that traction. This is how you make it through to the other side of no man's land. So we're going to wrap it up today. We just want to let you guys know that no matter where you're at right now, you have the choice, you have the strength, you have the power within you to change your life if you are willing to take control and make some of these shifts in the trenches. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.